Hello, everyone, and welcome to um, Chat and Graps, which is obviously the interview part of the Maps and Graps podcast. Um, as always, I am your host, Lyric Swenson, and I have a very special guest today. I am super excited about everything that's cooking. Um, I have Darius Lockhart on the show, and I'm so excited because obviously there's a big show happening on December 1st, and I'm excited because I'm going to actually be in the area. Uh, but I think that this concept is so great. And so I wanted Darius to come on the show and talk about it. So how are you today? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. Um, and it's good to hear you'll be in the area. So that's also. Yeah. So talk to, just to get started, like, what is I say and why? Like, why did you feel that this was so you know, need it for like wrestling right now? And why did you feel like you wanted to do something so great? Because I feel like there's so many awesome moving parts. We have wrestling, we have music, mm -hmm. um, we have that regional flair, because obviously, like, you know, some great people coming from the Carolinas. I'm mm -hmm. from South Carolina. So it's exciting to finally have stuff in the area. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, why did you want to, you know, do this and bring this to life? Um, so with Ashe, I felt like it was it was needed because I felt like a lot of people weren't being positioned to be them not only their best selves, but their the actualized versions of themselves that they have, you know, the vision that they have for themselves. Um, a lot of people are put in positions to. I'm sorry. Let me turn my do not disturb on. Uh, a lot of people are put in positions to um, have to play a certain role, a certain archetype on shows. And uh, there's also a sense of, I guess, insincerity about the lack of mobility some people are having to deal with in the industry. So I kind of wanted to put my money where my mouth is in terms of um, putting power into people's hands and also um, kind of amplifying the voices that we, that we kind of need at this point in time to move forward as a wrestling community, if that makes sense. Uh, just a, a lot of, you know, started from a frustrate a place of frustration early on in terms of wanting um, more for folks and more for wrestling. Um, I felt like wrestling is always 10 years behind and there are, and well, if not more, and they're always, you know, saying no to people who could help move the culture forward a little bit and they'd rather kind of stay safe in the same area. So this was just me trying to not buck not only tradition, um, but uh, buck uh, some systemic issues as well. Um, and just kind of doing it my own without having to answer to pro wrestling. So with the music and everything, that was just kind of a, um, that's just a personal taste. It's just like, you know, what I feel like the fan base or the people I'm trying to reach would appreciate. Um, I'm also trying to make this translate to people um, to kind of get new fans into pro wrestling as well uh, or bring people back into pro wrestling. I feel like we kind of have to meet them where they're, where they're at and kind of find some a ways to where the entire show can have crossover appeal, not just the select few stars. You know what I mean? I completely get it. I think that that's, I think, and that's also like I, why I wanted to talk to you because I just, you know, I think that that's something that my own personal work has been centered around of like, let's expand what wrestling could be. And I think like, let's expand the idea of what black wrestling looks like and what black wrestlers look like. And so like, I try to do my best to, um, always highlight parts of wrestling that aren't typically highlighted. So, 
black people are being outstanding in Japan, black people being outstanding in Mexico and, you know, in the in the UK, things that we just typically don't talk about. And also just the outstanding, just because things aren't quote unquote mainstream doesn't mean that things aren't happening and that excellence isn't happening everywhere. And I think that- And that is not valid as well. Absolutely, 100%. I think I, I said, uh, I, I tweeted something a couple of weeks ago um, and I was just like, I feel like a lot of people, like even though they say it, like a lot of times, like we don't treat black wrestlers like they matter unless they're in, insert promotion here and you know like and it's obvious and you know and, and a lot of people don't want to admit it because it's just like i support the culture but like really do you unless it's packaged in a way that i think that has traditionally been packaged to us and told that this is all that we get and this is all that we can expect i think that a lot of people are still haven't really wrapped their head around the concept of expanding outside of that um, yeah. and so I think that when I saw this card and I saw the diversity of this card and like how you pulled like so many different people from like, just, a, and, you know, just amazing walks. Like, I think like there's some great talent on here, like not just great black talent, but seriously, some of the best wrestlers in the world today who just happen to be black. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's incredible. Like, and there's sign talent on here too. Like, mm -hmm. there's wrestlers from AEW. There's wrestlers from Impact. There's wrestlers from New Japan. Mm -hmm. So, as you build it, built this card, like, talk a little bit about that of what you wanted to, you know, convey um, with the just the strength of this amazing lineup of wrestlers that you have coming in on December first. Well. Um... Me engaging and uh, having a life outside of professional wrestling, which is important for any person to stay sane and also understand what crossover appeal and, and appealing to outside audiences and bringing the people in is. I think it's mandatory to have a, an understanding and a sense of self outside of your uh, you think your you know kind of a, what do people call it all the time uh, echo chamber. Um, <laughs> so uh, I kind of was looking at the card and going, you know, I know I'm around people who when they meet me. They think, oh, wow, I've never met a pro wrestler before. I, I used to love pro wrestling. It's dope in this way and that way. And then, like, they don't watch now because maybe they don't identify with what's on screen or maybe they think it's corny or lame or they don't see it. So a lot of times with this curating the card, I kind of was like, what would a normal person be able to like? Not normal, but like what would a non-wrestling fan look at and be like, I, I get it. I know that person. I, I wanted to bring people onto the show that an, an audience member, whether they've watched wrestling before all their life or never seen it before, could go, Oh, I know someone just like that. And that reminds me of my homegirl, Keisha. That reminds me of my homeboy. Uh, and I see it. I get what this is. And a lot of times we aren't afforded that lens in spaces that um that don't have the same, I guess, uh, understanding or comprehension of how important that is to audiences, especially building a relationship with said audience. So um, when, when that is a blind spot that I feel like the entire industry has, it's easy to be like, okay, I'm going to get you because... You're going to appeal to this person. I'm going to get this because this is the right kind of match for this person. I'm going to get this because people who've never seen wrestling, they don't understand wrestling, but you do things simple enough where they they know what it is when they see it. And um, I just kind of wanted familiarity with people who are relatively, some people unknown to, to a, a general wrestling audience and also the world like worldwide stage. Um, in terms of bringing talent who's signed and everything like that, I kind of wanted to put people in a position to be elevated um, you know, iron sharpens iron. 
but also it helps when you're not that hard either. Iron can still help you get sharp. So I, I wanted there to be a sense of um, a communal sense where you're going to get better by being in this locker room. Or there's someone here that if you want to elevate and get somewhere else, or even if you, I want to see, I don't even want to refer to it as elevation because relatively success is what you make it, right? Um, there, There is no, we kind of treat wrestling as a hierarchy and I would like to kind of think we should kind of simplify that in terms of, you know, getting more, Kind of more, more, make it more equal. So, um, I, I really, if someone wants to be somewhere else, I should say, or, for, or change their career in this aspect, I want there to be enough resources around them to where it's easier to make that happen. A lot of people are are, are uh, stuck in places without resources. There's some phenomenal wrestlers I I know that just aren't connected, just aren't in the right network um, to to I guess expand their career outside of what they might be doing. And I, I felt like being around an AEW superstar, being around an Impact superstar, not only will it tell you, um, it can help you fundamentally about how to be a better performer as a wrestler, and it can just kind of give you advice. Um, you're going to be sharper being in the ring with them. But it also, um, it's just easy to make connections that way. And then it's also a give and take because now, you know, these sign people bring eyes and attention to our product. But now we're bringing a whole slew of unseen talent or undiscovered talent or, you know, um, underrated talent and get to like show people who are familiar with John Gresham, familiar with Kira Hogan and show them a whole new crop of stars. And I felt that would be helpful to the stars as well as people watching because they want something new. So it, it's all, even though I'm kind of going for the uh, bringing things that are all successful, all, all already successful into the fold, that's only going to help the other half of that be more successful and continue and kind of learn together and grow together. So I feel like more communal. I completely think that that's awesome because I look at this card and I see like, like you said, there's a Jonathan Gresham right yeah. across from a Darius Carter, who I think is like excellent and who has been doing incredible work this year. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the average wrestling fan might not know his name, but, you know, by surrounding so many, like it's, it's the perfect balance. I just feel like it's the perfect balance of like, you know, um, you have the people who are more well-known versus some people who have been doing great works. Like I always like to say, like, you know, um, just needed, always had the vision, just needed a platform. Like, and mm -hmm. I think that that is, um, the cool thing about this card. And what I also love here is that I, the inclusion of Aja Kong is because like, I think obviously Aja Kong is a legend, mm -hmm. like a legend, like probably the legend. And I think that when we talk about like I think in recent years we we've seen just I think monumental strides for black women in wrestling um, over the past few years but it's a lot of people who don't know like her name and you know that she's been doing crazy stuff with back to the days of the 90s and all Japan women's wrestling that, you know, that's set the foundation for a Mercedes Monet to be able to come to Wrestle Kingdom in New Japan. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really cool that somebody, specifically in the Black community, <laughs> to bridge that gap between the past and the present. Because, you know, I feel like there's been so many correlations there. So, like, like even for me as a fan, I'm like, bro, like, Aja Kong is coming to my area. Like, that's insane. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, type of stuff like you never could dream of as a wrestling fan like that's just a dream and so yeah. like i think like it's really cool to be able to put legends like that in that type of position thank you thank you yeah i mean um i like to i like to be able to give flowers to people 
I think if you have an understanding of the past and if you allow it to be rightfully pedestalized, not, you know, not over, you know, over but but if you understand what it is and you actually give it the credit and respect it's supposed to have, ultimately it creates a foundation where the future can build on it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so then, you know, if you understand what Aja Kong has brought to the game, then Trisha Dora's work means more to you. Yes. And also, you know, what's informed by Aja Kong, right? Um, so I, I think, yeah, I felt that having legends and having old school kind of feel, especially with us being in such a building like Grady Cole and Carolina wrestling is like really tied to it. It's a lot of old historic things. We're in an old building bringing brand new flavor to it. So if I said if we're legit in um, actuality, in the physical space, merging the old and the new, well, we should, the cards should reflect that as well, as well as the, um, the message that we're sending. Because we need the old in order to, like I said, you know, like, you know stabilize the, the new. Uh, things have to things have to build, and I'm I'm very happy to have Aja Kong uh, on this card. Um, her team has been very you know easy to work with and everything like that. Um, I'm not sure the last time she's been in North Carolina, um, if she's ever been in North Carolina. So um, it's a privilege, honestly, to have her be a part of the show. Uh, and I felt like it was it was creating kind of a statement. It's it's a it's a statement, but it's like five statements in one having her on the show, and um, just blessed to let's be able to bring that to us. Absolutely, I mean, especially like just to be quite honest, like a lot of times in, independent wrestling um, prestige is based off of who you can bring in, like, and oh, that's big. <laughs> like, that's, a, <laughs> yeah. that's that's big. Like, and I think for me personally. As a Japanese wrestling like stand, mm. um, that's as big as it gets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but, but that's also like I said, we're merging the crowds, right? Absolutely. Because you know, there are some people who I'm not going to be ignorant. There's some people who are going to be there just for loot, because you know, loot is a part of the show. He's a music performer. You know, he's from signed to Dreamville. He's on tour right now as a rapper. He's going all these places, and he's not coming to Charlotte. So when he comes to Charlotte. This will be like kind of a homecoming at the like a, a victory lap at the end of this tour back in his hometown. So there'll be people who come to to Charlotte just for loot. There'll be people who comes because they think Kiera Hogan or Kevin Knight is beautiful. There'll be people who come and they see them on the poster and they say, "Who is that?" and they want to come. There'll be people who are wrestling fans who want to just see Aja Kong in person. But there'll be also people who don't know who Aja Kong is. You know what I mean? So it's like I wanted the card. To, I keep using the term, and maybe I should think of a different terminology, but in terms of like serving a lot of like masters or feeding a lot of hands. But we're having to, like, I'm having to make sure there's something for everybody on this card. So even if you don't know who Aja Kong is, the people around you will. And eventually that's going to create some osmosis and it's going to, you know, the, the excitement kind of infects the audience. Um, and you'll know by the end of the night who Aja Kong is and you'll have a respect for her legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that that's great. Just it feels like almost like a charcuterie board. Of That's a card, right. you know, something yeah, yeah. for everybody. Um, but as you said, you mentioned loot, which I think is awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge Dreamville fan. I, I went to Dreamville Fest last year. Yeah. Um, and it's really cool. Like, I think specifically, like I said, as a person from the Carolinas, to have like not just a performance, but a relevant performance, like everybody, like you know, in the Carolinas know knows loot, like his stuff is awesome. Um, coming at the end of the tour. So like, how did that partnership come about? And like, you know, um, and why was that important to have him of all people, like, you know, a part of this event? Yeah. So over the past few years, I've been very blessed to um, 
make some friends in the music scene in North Carolina. Um, you know, uh, I was really for like it was like almost like a month. I, I was just hanging out with these guys, this group uh, called Steady Hype in uh, in out of Winston Salem. It's kind of collective of people. Um, people like um, Sam Raiola, who does our theme music. Uh, Tia Corinne, who is like blasting off right now. And the uh, the idea kind of came from there, just being like, you know y'all need to be platform too because y'all's music is dope and it's been dope for four or five years now and now tia is on double excel and everything but she's been dope for this long um so it's like i was thinking of people bringing people on and um i was trying to find the right time to bring folks on but i realized in order to put others on you kind of have to start like like big so but like like if if you um if if you kind of say it's it's different uh, if you go to the Apollo, correct, and a guy you've never seen walks on the stage and does stand up, it's cool. If Steve Harvey comes out before him and does a thirty minute set, and then that guy comes out, now you're paying attention because oh he's going after Steve. It's that. So it's it's loot had to be my Steve Harvey for us. Like that's a wild analogy, but loot had to like you know, <laughs> and, and and also it's important for me to find an art artist that's from North Carolina. Even though um, there there have been ideas to do, you know, artists from outside of it, I was like, you know, making them sure they're from North Carolina is, is a big aspect. That's why the Steady Hype was a big influence on me, and hopefully we'll be able to work with them in max capacity. Like I said, they're doing music for us in some ways, but um, but with Loot, it, it was a it was a idea of okay, if we create this foundation of every a name everyone knows, it's recognizability. I mean, instant recognizability, and someone from Charlotte. Like uh, the power that that kind of says it um it speaks to it speaks to the idea of watering the grass you have at home uh, rather than kind of trying to leave the hood once you get a little bit of money. You know what I mean? It's like we got stars here and, you know, and it's not like a, we got we got McDonald's at home. It's like, no, but we we do got McDonald's and it's a steak. And it's, and it's good. It's juicy. And, and Luke's doing a damn thing right now. And so many there, there's a lot more people on the show, even wrestlers on the show that people don't know about yet um, that are from North Carolina, out of Charlotte, whatever like that, that um, will be, you know, is also part of that message of saying Charlotte's got a lot to offer. Our community has a lot to offer. And anyone watching your community probably has a lot to offer too. And this is, you're able to pull something off too, if you just look around yourself. So that's kind of the statement I wanted to make with Lou in just terms of like, he's, he's ours and, and he's doing amazing things. So we should Put him in a position to not only celebrate him, but uh, allow him to um, help us grow as as people. You know. Yeah, everything that you said, I honestly I found it so inspiring because, like, I have definitely found myself getting into that pessimistic mm. idea. Like, I was being from here, just like, uh, well, we don't have a wrestling scene. Like, you know, here, I'm just like, oh uh, well you know the west coast has it so much better and like you know up north they have it so much better and we don't get any of the good stuff and i had really like gotten into that pessimistic mindset and then like when this show like dropped it's like oh wow like <laughs> oh we got we got yeah. something like there's something great here like there's something great that could be here and like i'm really glad that like you took the initiative to really like create that because i think like mm -hmm. Going off on your own, specifically in wrestling, like doing anything that's an alternative to what we're used to is a risky thing. Yeah. And a lot of people just, quite frankly, just don't have the guts to do it. Mm -hmm. um, and like when like I saw like how young you are, I was like, oh, wow, like you're insane. <laughs> like, for <laughs> sure, like 
pull this yeah. off. And I think that that's even cool. Like as of like, I'm 25. So I'm like, oh yeah, like this is really inspiring to have like, you know, young people in wrestling saying like, no, I'm not going to wait until I'm like 35 or 40 or quote unquote pay my dues to like really take a bet on what I know can pop and what I know could like, mm -hmm. I know. And I think a lot of times like people are always like, waste your turn, waste your turn. Um, and I think specifically as black people who love wrestling, but black creative minds who love wrestling, I think that a lot, some of us have a vision for what this could be that hasn't come to fruition yet. So it's hard to, for people to buy into it, like, yeah. because we've never seen it. Like, you know, yeah. we've never seen yeah. it play out on, you know, television or we've never seen, obviously we'll get bright spots here and there. But we've never seen a vision like this played out into the mainstream. So it's going to sound crazy to people. Um, yeah. But you don't know if you don't try. And like, I've long believed like there's something there people invest in it. And this looks like something like that. And yeah. I think that it's very exciting. And it's also how you've marketed it. And so like, I've seen like the videos, I've seen the teasers. It's, so, it's something so different and something so edgy and creative. So what's the creative thought process behind selling the event you know like and how you market it and like um I've, I've seen like you haven't called you don't even call yourself a promoter you call yourself a curator it's like those small details so what's what's the thought process behind the presentation of all of this um that's a really good question once again you know, we talk a lot about crossover appeal mm -hmm. um i kind of wanted something that anybody can watch and say yo pro wrestling is dope um, I've been making content on my own by myself for a long time now. Um, if you're a fan of mine, if you're familiar with my pro wrestling work, uh, to anyone watching, um, all the videos you see, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm making it on my iPhone. Every like, uh, like I'm, I'm working with videographers and they send me That's the footage right. I need, but I'm chopping shit up. I've been doing that since about maybe 2020, like 2020. 2020, I've been like kind of just on my phone chopping videos up. So it kind of like developed the skill, but I kind of, I noticed that, you know, I talked earlier about people meeting me and they go, I've never met a pro wrestler before. And then they see what I do and how I present my pro wrestling, how I present my brand. And usually the reaction I get is pretty positive because they're not used to wrestling being presented that way. You know, when they think pro wrestling, they're thinking Hulk Hogan, old oh, brother, da, 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 you know, everything like that. And and um, to be, to for pro wrestling to have a little bit of, you know, Afrofuturism, Afro-surrealism in it, like a little bit of my personal taste in it. Um, people aren't used to things being presented that way and they're more interested that way when they're like, oh, it's presented. What does wrestling look like in this lens? And I kind of wanted to keep that same spirit of being like, you know, um, I wanted to show a new way of presenting wrestling in, in a way that's current relevant. And um, it kind of, if you ask me a little bit even behind the time still, because wrestling still has to catch up because it's always late. Um, but, you know, I... I I thought about first of all what was what's going to make the average person who don't watch wrestling stop what they're doing and look at this and uh, i'm an adult swim i'm a child of adult swim i'm an adult swim baby so i'm very influenced by these things i you know fans of things like random acts of flyness on hbo i'm very influenced by creatives like terrence nance and and um and the atlantas and things like that so i, I wanted to um kind of yeah bring that flavor and that style and get people to stop and stop what they're doing and look at it because i know it has to be different it can't be presented the same as everything else um i hope i'm answering your question i'm trying to re recall i had an idea earlier when you said no, it. no you're answering it perfectly yeah 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 i think um 
that was just kind of the underlying idea of I have to present this differently. I have to make people see uh, care about <laughs> just how to make them care. It just, it just, it just wanted to be, I want to be dope. And um, yeah, yeah. I think I'll just end it there. <laughs> Trying to oh, get that. That, was, that was awesome because like, and I'm glad you said that because um, like I, like I'm from South Carolina, but I don't live in Charlotte. Charlotte's about an hour and a half away. So mm-hmm. Um, but my best, one of my best friends lives in Charlotte, doesn't watch wrestling at all, but that's who like, I'm crashing like at her place when I come, but mm-hmm. I sent her the flyer mm-hmm. never, ever. She's never come to a wrestling event with me. She yeah. said, Oh, this looks fun. Like this is the first time. Yeah. Like we've been friends since sixth grade. Yeah. And I've been a wrestling fan since even before then. Yeah. It's the first time I've ever sent her something. Like, obviously I probably asked her a million times. Yeah. Do you want to go to like, it's crazy. Like I even yeah. had her daughter comes to stuff with me. She won't. Mm. Uh, but this is the first time I ever sent her a flyer. She's like, oh, okay. Okay, we're, I'll finally come to a wrestling event. That's what's up. That's what's and, up. It, it, it's, it's proof it's working. Like, it, yeah. you know, like, she was like, well, I typically wouldn't go, but this looks cool. Like, I like how this looks. Mm-hmm. And it just proves that, like, you know, the vision is working and it's coming mm-hmm. across. Like, I've even seen, I've even seen, like, white people on timelines. Like, you know, like, yeah. I have no idea what's going on, but it looks cool. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 uh like I said, I said in an interview with Caprice Coleman, we just dropped last night. You can go to the Asha YouTube channel, check it out if you haven't. It's only about 15 minutes, uh, if that. But if um the show is for everybody to like come and digress, you know, I'm not I'm I'm branding it the way I'm branding it for a certain reason, you know what I mean? It, it's 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 not, you know. I'm not. I'm not calling it what it, it's just Ashe. It is let like let it breathe, let it be open. I don't want to put it in a box. I don't want to confine anything. If you want to, if you see something, you think it looks cool, come and just enjoy the time. You know what I mean? And there's there's no expectation. Um, I, I just want people to be yeah, like see something, be like, oh, that looks different. I want to be around it. And um, that was my mo. Like I said, like I I know people have been very, oh, you're a wrestler. That's so dope. I want to come see you and. You know, you know, what time when you're in town and you send the flyer and they're like, mm, this looks kind of whack. Like, and they're not saying that out loud when they're head, they're like, yeah. they, they, they look, it looks kind of whack to them just because, you know, but um, you need someone who is going to be able to like see what the wrestling industry, that's why, that's what I was going to say earlier. It, it's very imperative to me that I do not answer to the wrestling echo chamber. That is 100% one of the guiding factors of me being able to look this differently. Um, to look this different because if I was, then I would have to. Well, I need it to look like this, and I have to do match graphics, and then it has to be. And it's like, I I, I don't want to subscribe to it. I'm not answering to y'all. Give me five star. I don't care. Give me one star. I don't really care about that. I don't. I can't afford to care about it anymore. What I care about is creating something brand new that, like I said, gets that reaction. People go, I want to be in the building for that um, because that's what we need to be doing it as pro wrestlers, not just kind of you know getting off on um, vanity matches. No one like you know what I mean. Like even even the way this um the show is structured, um I don't plan to I, I don't want it to overstay its welcome. It's a tight two hours. It's a tight you know you know mat, six. There's gonna be six matches. I haven't announced them yet. I'm gonna announce them very soon. Maybe we'll start with the main event. We'll see what it is. But um those six matches are like I said, it's carefully curated. Like you <laughs> earlier, something for everybody in each match. Uh, something for each individual in each match. I'm trying to serve a lot of audiences. But they're not going to overstay their welcome. And they're not going to be indie dream matches. This isn't East Coast PWG by any means. And no <laughs> show, this is not what I'm trying to build. 
And I hope that indie fans, indie wrestling fans still take a chance on this. But at the end of the day, it is more uh, at its core traditional Carolina wrestling that any person can pick up and put down. And I have to feel like, oh, I would watch this wrestling match with you, bro, but I don't got 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> no no wrestling fan who doesn't like wrestling wants to watch wrestling for 20 minutes. That's just what I've learned. Um, so give them, give them a tight 10 <laughs> and get it out. And that's what, that's what we're trying to just give a good time uh, at, at Ashe. And I hope, yeah, that we can uh, manage to uphold our end of the deal. And I think that that's, I think that, that that's even more important because that's you doing your thing. Like, I think right now we see, especially the indie wrestling, like everybody's trying to recreate something that, you know, happened years ago or like, you know, like dream match, dream match, dream match. Like, and like, you know, everybody's trying to, everybody's trying to do the same thing. And I, I like, everybody doesn't need to be PWG, you know, like everybody doesn't need to be West coast pro. Everybody doesn't need to be revolver. Like I think everybody doesn't need to be GCW. Everybody has like their own lanes. And I think there's so many lanes to thrive. And to be honest, for black wrestlers and black people in wrestling, there will always be a space because there will never be enough representation to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's always room for everybody to be themselves. And I think that this show is, so exciting and I, I um of course i'm very excited to know what the card is but i can wait i'll be patient but you don't have to wait that long we're, we're gonna we're gonna start revealing matches over the next couple of weeks okay great, um, great. we're gonna people are gonna really lose their minds it's gonna be some really cool matchups uh i think some people are hoping i think some people the matches some people are hoping for out of what they know are gonna happen. I think some of the, some of the things people are gonna see but i think some stuff that you don't even realize is in the chamber is gonna be like it's gonna get people to really that really has some fun. Yeah. Okay, now I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> but um I think my last question is the beyond December 1st, mm -hmm. where do you want this to go? Like I mm -hmm. it's like you know, I saw on the website it was just like upcoming, but there wasn't anything actually there. Mm -hmm. Um so what does this look like long term? Do you even know? I think that's fine too. I think. I think that's okay too, but do you know where you want this to go and like do, what's the long-term vision for this project? Um, I know where I want this to go. I've known for years where I want this to go. Um, I don't think it's time for y'all to know where I want this to okay. go. That, if I can respectfully say that. Okay. I don't think it's time for y'all to know. But when it is time for y'all to know, y'all will and um, and I hope that uh, you, you dig the answer. So. Okay. Well, that, <laughs> that I can live with that. Yeah. <laughs> a project that has enough anticipation that I think yeah. people are willing to be patient. And so I, I, I hope so. Right. You know, I, I having um, just leaving wrestling for like just going radio silent. Uh, I think patience is something that I've been blessed enough to be afforded by my audience and, and fandom. Um, but at the same time, I, I am very I try to be very cautious that I don't leave y'all dangling too long. Um, I'm very I try to be respectful of people's times. I understand there's a time and place for mystique. There's a time and place for, you know, um, you'll get it when you get it. You'll get the art when you get it. But there is also, um, I have, I feel like a responsibility to meet y'all where y'all at and provide a service. Ultimately, I'm in service to you all. Um, I mean, you, uh, without wrestling, without, you know, fandom, you don't really have a career. So uh, I try to, I'm trying not to make, you know, abuse that patience, but I'm so thankful. I want to say to everyone watching uh, who, who has followed the journey in this continuum. I thank you for your patience. Thank you for your support and your trust this early on without even knowing what any of the matches are. The people who bought a ticket, the people who support, who want to be there without knowing any of the matches, that um, it means the world to me. And it means the world to the rest of the team at Ashe Wrestling too. Uh, and definitely um, y'all's enthusiasm trickles down to the wrestlers. And uh, there are some people here who haven't been on the stage maybe 
as big as this one and uh and and the way that you guys' love has affected them already is 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 really beautiful to see. So I, I do want to send a thank y'all to that in, in in lieu of that question and byproduct of that question for y'all uh, and your patience. It's, it's it's a really amazing blessing to have. Awesome. And we appreciate you. So where can we find you and updates um on Ashe heading into the yeah. show and beyond? Yeah. Well, you can um go to AsheWrestling.com. There you can find tickets, you can buy some merch. Uh, you can, there's a link to every single one of our social media pages on there. Um, you know, on Twitter, Instagram, and even YouTube, it's at Ashe Wrestling. Um, please, I would beg someone to subscribe to our YouTube, not beg really, but <laughs> subscribe to our YouTube. Um, that really helps us be able to monetize things further and help, you know, get more content to you guys at a faster rate. Um, we've got a ton of subscribers for, on the first end that really helped us out maybe like 200 in like two weeks that's very impressive but um i think we need to kind of like it, the more the merrier and the more we can do that the quicker we can like afford to keep making more content for you guys and, and uh, i think so if you would like to support us follow us on youtube i'm a subscribe to us on youtube follow us on any of the social medias but ashaywrestling.com is where you can find your way to any of those things as well as a way to the ticket to the show and i hope you um you make your way to that one most that's the most important one <laughs> Awesome. And you can find me at Lyric Wrestling on all social media platforms on and on YouTube, um, Lyrics Went. And, and I will, of course, be probably boosting just about anything this man posts heading into December 1st. Cause I, so I'm excited. So if you, uh, you're going to see it regardless, guys. Like you're going to see Ashe regardless. I'm super excited. Thank you so much for joining me today, Darius. Um, I'm really excited for people to hear this interview. Mm -hmm.